Welcome to the Girl Gang Craft Podcast, where we dive in deep to all things business, wellness, creativity, and activism for artists and entrepreneurs. We talk with impactful, female-driven companies and founders for an inside look at the entrepreneurial experience, where you'll come away with tangible steps to elevate your business. Are you ready? I'm your host, Phoebe Sherman, founder of Girl Gang Craft, artist and designer and marketing obsessed. We're here to learn together how to expand our revenue, implement new organizational techniques, and cultivate best business practices as we work towards creating a life doing what we love. Let's get started. Hello, creatives. It is craft fair season. Craft fairs are back, and we are so excited that we get to host a real live summer show June 12th at Oakland Scottish Rite in the parking lot outside. So if you're local and want to come shop, please do so June 12th, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Truly, we cannot wait. All details are on our site at girlgangcraft.com. Apps are closed for vendors at this time. But if you're ready to shop now, check out our small biz directory at girlgangcraft.com slash shop small. Shop from 60 plus small female Ford brands from all over the U.S. with categories like jewelry, vintage apparel, CBD, sweets, and more. Shop Ritual Practice. This is Hannah Crawford. Shout out. She is my bestie and works for GGC as well. Ritual meets practice, tarot, and astrology readings for your evolution. Coupon code for GGC gets 10% off with code GGC10. You can follow her at ritual underscore practice and shop at ritualpractice.com. Heart to Hand, Astral Body, a somatic journey through the zodiac. Follow Heart underscore two, underscore hand. Coupon code GGCAB for 50% off your first month of astral body. That's hearttohand.love. Homeopathic solutions to help solve intimate irritation and odor. Once and for all, you're blissful. Coupon code GGC15. You can follow at your, Y-O-U-R, blissful, underscore shop and shop at yourblissful.com. Plus, Chick of All Trade, brand design and illustration for businesses who are ready to take their branding to the next level. Take $100 off logo and mood board packages with mention of GGC, a $750 value. Chickofalltrade.com and follow at Trade. And last episode, I mentioned you could get 100% off her work, and I'm so sorry we met $100. We don't want anyone to give away their work for free. Also, we are raffling off our suite of amazing classes. So this is $150 value to one lucky listener. Here's how to enter. Write a podcast review for Girl Gang Craft the Podcast on Apple Podcasts before June 3rd, 2021. Be sure to post your review in our Girl Gang Craft Facebook group. We will randomly select one winner and announce it during our next podcast episode. So we'll announce you, your business, and we'll read the review. One listener will receive all of our classes, our content class, email marketing class, and brand partnerships class, which are classes that you can take online at your own time. Good luck, and thank you for taking the time to leave reviews. Hello, creatives. So today, craft fair tips. Craft fairs are back. Maybe it's been a while. Maybe you're new to the whole scene. I am here to give you some craft fair tips from a pro. Seriously, not only have I participated in craft fairs, attended them, but of course, I also throw craft fairs. So it's safe to say I'm a pro. 
But first off, some craft fair basic FAQs answered. Who are craft fairs for? Craft fairs are traditionally for makers, so aka someone who makes things, right? But craft fairs can also be a great opportunity for food-based businesses and service-based businesses. GGC always encourages service-based businesses to participate in our craft fairs. Just make sure you have some interactive component rather than just telling people about your business. How do I find which craft fairs to apply to? Search local markets in your area. You can just type in Google your location plus craft fairs or maker fairs or maker markets. You'll probably get a few hits. You can also ask other craft people that you admire in your area and they will most likely give you the scoop. If you are in the Bay Area, we've got all the craft fairs to attend or apply as a maker up on our blog now, girlgangcraft.com slash blog. How do I apply to a craft fair? Often craft fairs have an approval process of some sort. You may need to pay an application fee, which is often non-refundable, and then pay for a booth fee. Perhaps you may need to pay the whole booth fee up front, and you may get refunded if you are not accepted into the fair. Again, prices super range. You know, you can pay $100 to $800 for a weekend. What do craft fairs look for when accepting applicants? I cannot speak for every craft fair, but I can speak for GGC. When during brands, we are looking for clear brand identity, cohesiveness between products, crisp product photos, fantastic craft womanship, original design, cultural sensitivity. We are not into cultural appropriation here at Girl Gang Craft. But not only do we want your products or offers to be killer, but we do look for a strong brand presence. That means your mission is clear, your imagery is consistent, you have a strong website and social media channels, you are authentic and true to your own vision. Again, if you need help for all of this, we have tons of freebies on our site, we have other podcast episodes, the six elements of brand identity could be a really good one for you, and of course we have Level Up, which we will open up again in fall. What if I don't get accepted into a craft fair? Keep trying. Craft fairs love to see you grow. They look for an elevated vision, more cohesion, and overall growth. However, you may find that you will never be a fit for certain events. Our advice, find the event that is good for you. Keep checking out other events in your area or even try out of area. What if I don't do well at the event? Again, not every event is for you. Not every event will attract your target audience. Find the events that work for you. You may even grow out of certain events. To make the most out of each event, keep listening. You want your brand identity to be visible. You want to have your items priced well for your target audience. You want to merchandise your booth in a way that flows. Most importantly, take notes. Each market experience is a chance for you to learn who your audience is, how to display your work, if your items are priced right, which items are your best sellers, etc. Just like your general business practice, markets are a learning experience. Okay, here are my tried and true tips for mastering the market. First off, get yourself a car that you can fit things in. I understand that getting yourself a new car is not accessible to everyone. My point is that you want to make sure you can get your item to the event. Do you need to rent a van? Can you borrow your friend's Subaru? I love my Honda Fit. Not affiliated, but... Holler at me, Honda. Um, I love that I can fit in tiny little spaces in the city and fit all my shit in the car. On that note, you want to organize your shit. I love a good Tupperware set. Virgo here. All my products are organized into different large Tupperwares that stack. I keep them stacked on shelves in my office, and when I have events, they just go into the car. 
When you're planning your booth, just make sure everything can fit in your car. So that means if you need a tent or shelving units, keep that length in mind so it can fit in your vehicle. How do you get your items from your house to the car and from your car to the actual craft fair? A wagon, of course. Seriously, get one right now. I have an amazing fold-up one from Amazon, and I just stack my plastic tubs in it. This is the wagon I wish I had when I was selling lemonade back in the day at the 4th of July parades. If your stuff is bigger, right, you might need a different kind of cart. Find the wheelie wonder that works for you. But for God's sakes, don't carry your stuff in your hands. You really do not have time for that. Again, money processing. You need to figure out how you're taking the money. You could keep it casual and add Venmo info to a sign, but I would highly encourage you to get a credit card processor. We use Square. It is free to use, and often they send you the reader for free. They do take about 3%. Most payment processors will take about that amount. Don't forget, your Square reader will either be Bluetooth or will insert into your phone. Sometimes you need to toggle if it's like the old port, the old cord. So remember, if it is Bluetooth, that needs to be charged beforehand. It is also great to bring cash and lots of small bills. Figure out how to display your prices. Will there be little tags on each piece? Will you have some sort of general menu sign? Think about the best and clearest way to relay your prices to your market audience. Okay, let's talk about your actual booth. So we do have a free guide about this available to download, so we'll make sure to include that in our show notes. But first off, setup depends on a few things. Most importantly, is the event indoor or outdoors? You may have entirely different setups for indoor versus outdoor events. The second thing to take into consideration is spacing. How big is your booth space? First off, for outdoor events, you may be required to have a tent and most likely also have weights, right? Because things could get windy. You can get a 10 by 10 foldable pop-up from Amazon for about $100. Next thing to consider is size. If you have an outdoor event space that is less than 10 by 10, you can't have the tent, right? So maybe you get an umbrella. Do you want people coming into your curated space or do you want just a display table kind of vibe? For jewelry or maybe apothecary products, you may go the table route. For clothing, maybe you want to create a little store vibe. If you go the table route, think of the height of the table. Are you standing or sitting? We would love you to be on your feet if able as much as possible, but we'll talk about that later. If you are standing, a normal fold-up table might be too low, so consider getting risers. And then, of course, you'll need a tablecloth that is as long as your table's height is. If you have a 5 by 6 base, for instance, maybe you only want a 4 feet or 5 foot table so you can get out of the space, right? Keep space size in mind when deciding on your tables. If you have products that need to pop, displaying your items just stacked on the table is not quite the vibe, right? So instead, think about creating levels so different products catch the eyes when you're moving across the table. Invest in some product displays or stands that sit on the table. Maybe you're not into the table. Consider shelves. If you're rocking clothing, maybe you want to hang the items or do a mix of folded options and hung options. I have these cute wooden clothing racks from Amazon. I also have these amazing shelves from the QVC channel that are called Shelf Origami or something like that. They fold up and fit in my car. Again, think about how the items are going to travel to the craft fair. Can they fit in the car? Can they sit on the wagon? You want to see it set this vibe of the space as well, right? Do you want plants, crystals? Are people going to come up to you like a cashier? Or are you going to float around with your iPad? Other logistics. Do you need bags, tissue paper? How are you going to package the items for people to take home? Is there a business card that gets dropped in the package? And for the people that don't buy, do you have business cards ready to go? The answer is yes. 
do this. The business cards are not dead. Have business cards ready to go for any customer that comes and chats with you. I seriously love a good flyer. Really. I still do real paper flyering for events and I have flyers at my booth to talk about our podcast events and classes. Make sure to collect emails. If you are starting your list, this is a great way to grow the list. If you already have a list, this is a great way to continue the growth. People who sign up for your list want to know more about you and your business. So they are excellent examples of who your ideal audience is. Thus, they are the perfect person to send updates and offers to. Collect emails, really. Have a cute pad of paper ready for people to give you their info. Branding. It is so important that not only the styling and merchandising of your booth scream your brand, but make sure you have proper signage, invest in a proper printed banner. You can design one on Canva and get it printed out by Vistaprint. It should be less than $100. You can do a hanging banner. Make sure you have something to hang it on if you do, i.e. this may be a perfect for an outdoor event with a tent, right? You can also get retractable banners that stand up on their own. Okay, so to recap, we've just walked you through transportation, storage, booth setup, branding, and continuing the brand education. But what about the actual event? Here are my tips for the actual event. During the event, be present, be present, be present. Seriously, do not be on your phone. Don't text. Be available to talk to humans. I know that right after the pandemic, this might be a little bit challenging, but we want to communicate with our audience. Decide if you need help. What happens when you go to the bathroom? Can you do it speedy fast? I've seriously done that. I renegade. I have run to the bathroom and just gotten back to my booth and have someone next door watch. I mean, you can totally do that. Or do you need someone else there? How busy is it going to be, right? Can you afford help? Can you ask a friend? Figure out Wi-Fi. Some craft fairs provide Wi-Fi sign-ins for free. Some charge extra. Maybe you need to create a hotspot. Make sure you are prepared or choose to charge payments offline. Be prepared to talk to other humans. Be prepared to answer that fear-inducing question. What is it that you do? (laughs) Be prepared. If you are shy, practice. If you have not crafted your elevator pitch or a one-liner about your business, figure that out now. Practice in front of the mirror. Call your mom. Talk to your friends. Give them your elevator pitch for real. And don't worry, you'll get lots of practice. But best to be prepared before you go out in the real world, right? Another tip, bring snacks. I'm serious. Or make sure there is somewhere you can grab lunch. Bring water. Make sure you are fed and hydrated, please. Because your energy starts to wane, right? And you want to be in your best mode for your customers. Because the more that you are on it and your best self, I promise you, the more sales you make. For packing it out, try your best to be speedy. Have a system. Figure out a way to get your car up front, front fast, maybe even a little bit before the event, you send your assistant partner, dog, JK, to pull up your car in the front. It's all about creating systems. I know I'm a broken record. All of these podcasts can be <laughs> can be reduced into create a system for it. But seriously, right? Be prepared. Make sure that your booth is inviting and eye-catching and shouts out your brand and everything about it. Have it be easy to navigate. And then make it easy for yourself, right? Make it easy for yourself to move to the event and move out of the event. Make sure you're prepared with snacks and cash and you're going to have a great show. I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited for us to have craft fairs soon. Thank you, creatives. Good luck. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Girl Gang Craft Podcast. Head to girlgangcraft.com slash podcast for show notes and more. See you next time.